2000. Follow us on Twitter at Essential HSE. So as I mentioned at the start of the show, Dwayne Harden has got a brand new album out called Naked Before You. And we recently caught up with Dwayne Moyes, caught up with him just before Christmas. The interview was recorded back then. There was a few little problems and the album got pushed back a couple of weeks. But it is getting released on Monday the 20th of January. So here's the interview with Dwayne Harden. Check out EssentialHouseRadioShow.com for all the latest information on the show. How long did it take to put the album together from start to finish? Oh, Lord, <laughs> like two years, amazingly, right? Um, I've, I've worked on so many tracks, and it was um, the, the timing was finding the artist. So what I wanted to do was, uh, you know, I approached this album as from a songwriter's perspective. So my partner and I, um, we, you know, wrote the songs, and then we would go out and look for the artist, and then once we found the artist, we'd go out and look for the producers. So it's been about a two-year process. Wow. And it's finally finished. I'm so happy. Oh, brilliant. So was there any artists or any vocalists you wanted on the album that you couldn't actually get in the studio when you needed them and you had to use anybody else? Or did you get everybody you set out, set out for? Um, it was, you know, the, the, the great thing about kind of like the, the songs I write, um, they are general and specific and like they can work for anyone. So it wasn't particularly like I wrote a, a song for a particular artist in mind, like the songs were written, and then I thought about, well, maybe it'll fit this person, maybe it'll fit that person, you know? So I, I never really did get disappointed in someone that I really wanted to be on the album and couldn't. Um, there was a, always a question of timing, you know, because we worked with some independent artists and then some final majors and, you know, because of legal reasons, they couldn't do what they call a step out on their contract or they're currently working on their album, didn't have time to work on it. So, you know, we ran into those type of problems. But I didn't write a song for, sit down and say, I'm going to write for this artist, and then they weren't able to do it. So um, that's good. I just wrote a song and then kind of found artists that fit it. Oh, <laughs> I mean, there's quite you've got quite a few collaborations on there. I mean, personally, my favorite on the album is the track with Louis Vega as well. Apart from obviously the track that has been released on the album, is there any more material coming with the likes of Louis Vega? There's quite a few big heavyweights on there as well, and um, quite a few big other artists and producers. Um, have you got more material uh, in the pipeline with them? No, the, the 12 tracks that are on the album, that's what's on the album. Right. There will be a deluxe version that will be released sometime later next year, um, but that, that's the only track with Louis Vega, is the one that's never stopped, right. called Never Stop. So will that be getting released as a single with remixes coming, or are you just going to keep it in an original format? Uh, well, so what we've done is, um, uh, with all the artists and producers on the album, we've done these shares. So um, I can release it on my album, they can release it on their album. And uh, with with the Louis Vega one, he's already released it on Track Source. It's in, um, top 10 now. And he, there's a David Morales remixes, and I just got a preview. Bob Sinclair emailed me last night his remix of the track, and I don't know who else is going to remix it. But Louis is working, um, you know, uh, he's working the song as a single from his label, Omega Records. And so on my album, it's just the album version. So, um, and that's the deal with all the pretty much all the kind of like DJ producers on the albums that they're doing their own thing and I just have the album version on my own. Oh, brilliant. 
Um, I mean, going back, looking back through your history as well, you've had some absolutely brilliant tracks out over the years, um, obviously with Armin van Helden, Eric Murillo, etc. Is there anything in your history that stands out for you, a, a big highlight, something that you've, you're most proud of? Um, as far as songs go, you know, it's funny. Um, there's something that I love about them all. But if I had to say what is one of my like top two, maybe top two that I've co-written that I really, really, really love, and it's weird, like nobody knows about them, is um, the, the first song really that I ever co-wrote and got commercially released is by a girl um, named Melanie Daniels, who was the lead background singer for Mariah Carey. And um, the song is called, um, the group is Inner Visions featuring Melanie Daniels. And the song is called, Don't You Ever Give Up. So when I'm, that was our first song. And actually it was my first song I ever heard on the radio. And guess who the, who the DJ that was playing it? Louis Vega. <laughs> so funny how things, you know, come around. And, um, um, you know, when, when I'm feeling down and stuff, I put on that song and it really inspires me, you know. So I get inspired by, you know, my own music. Um, that song, and then there's, um, there's another song um, that I did with Bob Sinclair and um, Gary Pine. There's like uh, an acoustic version and it's called Give a Little Love. And it was on um, the same album that we did, the, you know, I co-wrote Love Generation and Sound of Freedom and all this stuff. So on the Western Dreams album where there was the Love Generation, there's a song called Give a Little Love that I really love. So those are like my two top two favorites. Um, but not many people know about them. <laughs> I'm going to have to go and check okay. them out as well. Yeah, I think I think so to be honest, I think I've got the inner vision. Was it out on nervous? Yes, I, I've got it on. Oh vinyl. my god, yes! Frankie Feliciano signed it on Reconstruction and Nervous Records was the distributor. Oh my god, you know that right? Yeah, I've got it on vinyl. It's in the garage somewhere, <laughs> along with everything else. Yes. That's my first. That's the first song I ever co-wrote in commercial and was commercially released. Yes, <laughs> and then the second one was. The Amon Van Helden. But that was the first one that I sang was the Amon Van Helden one. So, I mean, where do you get your inspiration from then for? Obviously, you've got, you mentioned your songwriting, um, your history, obviously, your album behind this. Where does your inspiration come from? Where do you get the, where do you pluck the ideas from for the songs? Um, honestly, people. <laughs> uh, I. It's 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 uh, it's funny. I'll I'll never forget. You know, Bob Sinclair's Love Generation. So, um, going to the studio in New York City because I'm from New York. Um, going to the studio, riding the two train, and um, going to the studio to meet him and Gary Pine to finish working on the song. I sat on the train and I kind of like look at people. I kind of look at the expressions in their face, their body movements. And I try to envision um, what their life is like, where they've been and where they're going and what kind of problems they're dealing with. And, you know, how can I help them deal with those problems through the lyrics? And um, I get a lot of when I, especially like if I have like what they call writer's block, I simply uh, leave the studio and I just go outside and I walk around and just looking at people inspires me, just people themselves, you know. Because I write songs for the people, and I believe that 
um, music is is very spiritual, very healing, you know. And we all through our daily lives, you know, people working every day, Monday through Friday, and when they go clubbing on the weekends, you know, they need something that's going to inspire them, make them really feel good about life and, and make them feel happy. So, you know, my lyrics are often, you know, inspiring, you know what I mean? So the inspiration comes from people, people themselves and their lives, or at least what I think their lives are. <laughs> <laughs> Um, obviously, back to the album as well. There's quite a few different styles, different genres on there. There's a little, there's some a little bit more clubby. There's some a little bit more down tempo. Um, what type of tracks do you prefer to sing? What type of tracks do you prefer to be involved with? Um, you know, I I think that is what kind of defines me the most. If I had to pick a, a label out of all the different things that I do as a vocalist as a um, DJ and uh, uh, as a producer as you know, a person the label exec all the things I think what defines me the most is songwriter and that's what I am so as a songwriter you know I'm focusing on lyrics and melody how that song gets produced in terms of what genre um, I, I love country western I love Latin um, of course R&B, soul, hip-hop, pop, um, you name it. There's a lyric and a melody that I can identify to. And it's so funny. I love salsa and can can barely speak a word of Spanish. Although I spend all the summers in Ibiza, you think I would learn Spanish by now. But, (laughs) but, uh, you know, it's the lyric and melody that gets me. So as a songwriter, I never get stuck in the production. Whereas the producers, you know, they spend an hour on a hi-hat trying to figure out which way the song should go. And um, I start with the basis, just the song. And so that's why the album, from a songwriter's perspective, I call it a songwriter's mixtape. From a songwriter's perspective, they're songs. And then they are produced and delivered through a particular genre that that producer thinks that the people will relate to the song the most. So, but for me, there is a collection of songs, and that's why I'm able to span the spectrum from, you know, from, from two more pop, even down tempo R&B. Uh, there's two hip hop records on there, so you know, because I love all styles. So, what's next for yourself? And obviously, the album's available now. Um, what's next? Where, where do you see the next couple of months going for yourself, leading up towards Christmas? Um, I wish a vacation because <laughs> I came, I, you know, I was in, I was caning it in the visa all summer, you know, um, performing everywhere. And I came home for literally like a week and barely a half and then was right back out to Europe. Um, so now, I'm, you know, working on promoting the album. So just a busy, busy, busy schedule between now in the holidays as you said uh, and hopefully I will get a little bit of downtime to rest um, but the label has a lot of promotional things lined up for me which is great and I thank God for the blessing um, so um, you know a lot of promoting and then um, I'm working on a deluxe version of the album and there's a lot of surprise collaborations including a big big pop star um, that actually heard one of the songs off of the album and reached out and wants to cover it on their album. 
so um, hopefully we will, you know, legally get through all the contract stuff and it gets recorded. And then on Lux version, um, that pop sauce version of one of the songs will be included um, later on next year. So um, there's some collaborators that um, that um, we've talked um, to do some tracks. Um, some people you'd be very surprised, and I'm very excited about it. So hopefully it would all come through, and and uh, we'll have a deluxe version of the end before you uh, for everybody. So look out for that soon. Brilliant. And whereabouts can people find more information on yourself? And most importantly, where can people get hold of the album from? Uh, well, everything. If you go to album.dwaynehardin.com, it will point you. You know, everybody, it depends on the country you're in, but it will point you to your particular store in iTunes, and you could purchase it then. Um, right now, we have a fans-only special price um, before November 4th, if you pre-order before November 4th. And then after November 4th, a week later, the price is going to go up of the album. But right now, we have a fans-only special going. So, um, just something special for the fans. Um, and then... Um, Really, people can find me on Instagram and, and Twitter and Facebook. The Essential House Radio Show Guest Mix. Don't, don't let 